Yo, yo. Hello. What's up, brother? Hey, buddy. We have a guest this evening, Derek Clark. Cat. Derek Cat Clark is cat. coming on. We're going to get Derek to call. I actually thought he was female at oh, first. Well, I thought his he name was a cat? cat Clark, yeah. That's so fair. when when I was messaged first, because I didn't know. And then when yeah. I met him, I mean, he's fucking That's awesome. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Are we calling him already? Yeah. Derek. Cat. Hey, how are you? Hey, man. How are you? What's up, boys? How are you? Good, doing man. Doing great, Good. Man. How are you doing? Great. Good, man. Good. No complaints. Sitting here relaxing, having a nice dinner. Well, that's oh, fantastic. Yeah. Good stuff. Do what me. did you eat? I had some pork chops. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Do us a favor, man. If you could, could you turn down your volume just a little bit? We're getting a little bit of an echo. How's that? I think it sounds good. Testing. Yeah, perfect, yeah, man. Good. Perfect. I thought it was video. I, made, I did my hair. Oh, you did? Man. Oh, well, I I'm should have down. specified. Because I, I always look good enough for video. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> I I usually try to hide my face as much as possible. I have a hat on. I have a big beard. Big bushy beard. So um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Maybe next time we'll get on video, man. There you go. Could you shave it off, or you still have it? No, I still have it. It's still going strong. It's still going. It's it's str- it's definitely a strong beard. It gets too big like that, I get itchy. Yeah, you oh can no. do the beard too. So I'm the only person here who can't grow a beard. Is that what we're saying? You can grow a beard. No, man, I can't grow sideburns. It's fucking super depressing. He gets like that built-in goatee shit. Yeah. Like it just it comes in perfect around his fucking chin and mouth area. It looks weird. He looks like a 13-year-old boy when they first grow a beard. It's, it's not even. He's not even making fun of me. <laughs> it just fucking really does look like that. It's legit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's it, man. Yeah, that's Gotta right. Gotta have something. Man. That's right. I suck at being six feet tall, and I can't grow sideburns. Sideburns suck now. Yeah, nah, <laughs> no, nobody likes sideburns, <laughs> no. for sure. So big event coming up, man, next weekend. Uh, how are you feeling about it? Pretty exciting. Yeah, it's pretty fun actually. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I don't know about you guys, but it's been a while. So can I can I start this out by saying, um, jujitsu in the Maritimes, we've always had like strong game competitors. Uh, the Titans Club started out with some fucking amazing guys. Fit Plus, amazing. You know, but truly, in my opinion, the jiu-jitsu attitude really took off when you started getting involved, man. And I got to say thank you for me, from all the club owners, whether or not you get the respect you deserve, man. With the events that you've put on, the uh, the amount of times I've traveled up to your events and just allowing me to take part, from the bottom of my heart, bro, you are a beautiful soul, and thank you very much. Oh, that's very nice, Ken. I appreciate that, man. You know, we've we've had some uh, lots of chats, buddy. Through, yeah, man. Through the years about stuff, and it's you know, it's one of those things. It's it's been a passion thing from the start. But I got too into it, man. I fucking like I put everything into it. You know, I lost a lot of stuff throughout those four years or whatever. But at the end of the day, I I feel exactly the same. To be honest, I feel jujitsu around here really changed. Yep. Because it's a mission series, and, and I'm not saying me at all. Like I really believe the the whole community kind of embraced the mission series and what it was. It, it, I thought I thought it was a pretty cool movement. And, and this event is more just you know it'll be it'll be more fun. You know we're gonna do fun events, and it's not submission series. Like submission series is gone. You know we shut that business down and, and it's dead. 
Um, so we're just going to do this under a different little name and, and do them more for fun. We're going to do a combat jiu-jitsu event, too. And we're just going to do shit for fun, get the love back into it. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah, that that's good, man. So I was going to ask you about your hiatus, because you, you've been a, a Submission Series Pro Star 2014, correct? Yeah. And then you, you put on a lot of awesome events, man. You had a lot of... A lot of uh, Top level guys there. You put on amazing events. I watched all of them. Really good. Um, what made you step away? Just like you said, you got too into it. You were too emotionally, financial invested. What was it? Uh, well, it's you know what. Uh, to be completely honest, uh, it's funny. It's the first time I've really ever kind of spoken about it. But um, I was really emotionally invested. I was financially invested. I was pretty much invested my whole life in, in submission series. So. Um, I decided I wanted to get back into my actual career, which is in the tourism industry. So I said, you know what, fuck this. I'm, I'm sick of losing money. And, and at the Nova Scotia Open last year, you know, I worked so hard for that event. And, and we ended up with just, I think, I don't know, I think it was like 400 registrations or something stupid like that. It was, it was an amazing event. Everything went well. And I got some kind of shitty messages and, and stuff at the end of it. And I just said, you know what, this isn't fucking worth my time to be completely honest. So I just said, you know what, I'm going to step back from jiu-jitsu and just roll again and try to love, because I hated jiu-jitsu. I fucking hated it. I couldn't stand it. Like, you, you talk to Jerry or even Kent, you know, like like guys that I spoke to, like, it's just little stupid things were starting to bug me. And when you, at that point, when you're doing something that you love, if you can't, you know, if you don't love it anymore, what's the point, right? Yep. So, Absolutely. So and stepped away for a while and, like, I was committing a lot of money, too, right? Like, think, you know, my own savings and, and making money and, and putting it all into this stuff. And at the end of the event, walking away with, like, you know, you're making, like, $1,900, pay your taxes. Like, you know, you're not making much money for two months' work, right? Yeah. Like, so it's cool and all Diego Sanchez is in Picto, but at the end of the day, it's not cool when you can't eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Big, big picture, it's not as good, right? No, exactly, right? So this event and these events moving forward are just like, you know, there's going to be, a, a, you know, everything, like, as you guys know, everything requires a financial commitment, but it's uh, it's going to be a lot less stress. So. And now, what's the name of the new company? Is there something that we should tell people to follow? No, we, uh, we're going to keep it, uh, it's it's going to be McSween Productions is what it's actually going to be called. Okay. So it's just going to be just a basic production name, and uh, yeah, that's it. We haven't really did any social marketing or social media with it, anything like that. We'll have to get you involved, Kent, maybe for the next one. Cool, man. So you're the rules, buddy, but yeah, for <laughs> this, we're just going to, we're just, it's McSween Productions, that's the business name. Yeah, it's nothing exciting. <laughs> awesome. So th this event, November 10th, is called Tap or Tag. Can can you explain to the people the rules, the format, etc.? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy actually. I think it's I think it's pretty fun. You know, I've seen some videos online, and it's not you know there's lots of people that have done it, but I'm sure you guys have even done. Have you ever done it in the club? Playing around actually, yeah, like tagging each other in, playing tag team jujitsu. Like we we would do it on Saturdays where it's the advanced guys, a more relaxed scene, just having fun, right? Yeah, and that's and that's the idea, right? Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's fifteen hundred bucks in line, so you know, people are going to compete and compete hard, you know, and it's open weight, and you know, we should have some really, really good matches. But um, the rule set is basically, you know, there's one mat area. We're we're, we're going to keep it smaller than regulation, like a regulation size jujitsu mat. We're going to make it a little bit smaller, 
maybe a quarter uh, smaller, because obviously that way more taps or tags, sorry, can uh, take place. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe we're thinking that two leg, two arm lengths, two leg lengths, something like that from the middle hmm. will be there. There'll be a border mat going around the actual mat surface. So that'll be a different color. And that's where the, the teammates actually, they'll be able to run around the whole mat at, hmm. at any time. So it's not just they have to stand behind a line or whatever. They can use the entire mat like around any corner and, and tag in at any time. Crazy. So it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty funny to be honest. And like, that's like, I, like I always picture literally if you have somebody's back, you're really not thinking about, you know, a tag team, <laughs> you know, they're, you know, trying to choke them, obviously, but if they can get close and tag someone in, immediately they're going to just jump right on you and mount you. So you have to be aware of where you are on the mat as to not become on the defensive from the offensive, like, within a flash, right? So it's, it's kind of interesting. We'll see what happens. So especially some of the big guys. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's definitely yeah. going to be cool to watch. For sure. Well, actually, it'll be cool to uh, announce. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be super fun to announce and commentate. Yeah, you, guys, you, know, you guys are going to do your thing, so yeah. I'm excited to have you guys there. It should be fun. I think you guys will do a kick-ass job, I would say. So. I'll Thank try you, to stay as Thank technical you. as I can. You <laughs> yeah, know? the biggest thing is no swearing, because Kent and I are like sailors, right? We I'm going to do uh, my best. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah it's very important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, right? Like, it's not. I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what, whatever, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, if, if something slips up, then it's yeah. all good. Yeah, I don't Good think stuff. anyone's going to say anything, that's for sure. No, so, no. I, now, what what brought you to the idea of tag? Like, uh, you know, because I know there's a lot of team events and stuff that are starting to get popular. Just what what yeah. was the idea? Where did it stem from? Uh, it actually stemmed from uh, Dan Vanderlands. Dan Vanderlands came up with this concept. My arch nemesis. Yeah. yeah. Don't, yeah, exactly. don't. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, the old Banderlands, we were sitting there talking about, you know, foolish things one night, and it was actually, I believe it was in, at our Toronto event way back in 2015 with Tom DeBlass and uh, Joe Osis and all those guys. And we were outside um, the hotel after the event, and we were talking about it, and he said, let's, let's do a tag team event. And I never really kind of really ran with it, and, and, and his original idea was to have a tag team event. And they had, like, a big, like... Um, scoreboard on the side that started at say you know like five thousand dollars <laughs> and as the, uh, as the time went down the, the money went down or or up you crazy know, like do you guys think it's harder to get a submission later in the match or do you think it's harder earlier i'd say ooh. yeah I, I really, not, though, not really that sure would be that's the, a gamble i guess if you're the one putting the money up at, at the first you're dry yeah. you know you're dry um Exactly. Towards the end, you're slippery. You're frank. Mm. I don't. But you're also tired, tired. maybe. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's so definitely a game. Like, I was yeah. like, I don't know what to do. How do you do? You reward them at the end, or do you reward them at the beginning? So that's a hard like, call. Maybe it, maybe it's a bonus thing where it starts at you know five thousand, it comes down to two, and then goes back up to five towards the end or something. I like a you know. Anyway, that's where it came from, Dan Bandelins, and, and we just kind of we were going to do it before, and, and just again, I took a little bit of a hiatus there and just said. I need a break, and, and yeah, now we're going to do this, then we're going to do uh, the Royal Roll, it's called, so it's going to be a Royal Rumble. Cool. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's going to be pretty funny. 30 guys, and uh, two people will start, and every three minutes, a new person will come in. Wow. So, yeah, so, so, so a, a new person on each team, like, is there teams, or is it just like a, a, like a battle royale? Like, all for one, eh? 
all for one. Okay. Love it. Like Ken always says, hide your heels. Man. Yep. Yeah. So it should be, it should be, and you can't obviously throw someone out. You have to tap them up, right? That's so wicked. Like, yeah. So there's no top rope or anything like that? No, it would be like a weird jujitsu. See, and that'll be a lot of fun in yeah. the club to train for. For sure. Like, you'd just be fucking insane, right? Like, that's awesome. Yeah, I th- and that's the idea about doing these events, man. To be honest, man, like, I really think sub only, like, it hit a peak and I think it's gone. I re- like, not gone, but I think it's on its, like, <clears throat> com- like combat jujitsu has its kind of niche, but... I don't know. I just find like there's so much of it now, you know. It just, yeah. Like, like it just has become like events are great and all. Like Kasai, obviously, they're killing it right now, and that's what happens. I find a new event comes in, kills it, and then dies out because there's just no money in it, right? Yeah. No, like, but I will say Kasai, like they're selling, they sold out like all these events, and that's a big venue too, right? So, yep. Hey, props to them. It, well, their first one, it was like a smaller warehouse situation, and then they, they filled it, so they went to a different place, and it was massive. But their yeah. their events are super entertaining. Like, I, I like it. I like the mm-hmm. round-robin style, most points goes on. Yeah. You get I benefits agree. if you get taps. And, like, the, yeah. the, the, whole, the whole production and promotion of it is they, they do a hell of a job. They do. Oh, it's like, it's like world. It's like, it's like the UFC. Like yeah, yeah. Basically, like yeah. If you're a grappler and you can get on that show, like you're legit, right? Like definitely, uh, definitely. You know, and I think they're actually paying. Like ACB folded, obviously, so which is good for those guys. He went on a good. rant right before he folded too. He was pretty pissed off about the stall. That's which, the the Russian yeah promotion. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So well, you know, it's, it, that's the thing, right? Like, I don't know, man. Gi Jiu Jitsu is just so much slower. I love it, but it's just so much different. Yeah, well, we appreciate it though, Cat. You know, it's other people don't. It's like it's the same reason why my whole life I've heard the argument like, wouldn't it be nice if Jiu Jitsu was in the Olympics? And honestly, no, I don't think I I I can. I can only stand so much of talking to other people and trying to explain the beautiful intricacies of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, exactly. like anybody on the outside, they're like, well, why don't they just stand and fight? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. you know? just yeah. stand up, fully yeah. locked in triangle. Just stand up, bro. Yeah. Just stand yeah. up. Yeah, because that's easy, yeah. right? Yeah. You're right there, Kent. Like, you just get sick of, like, trying to explain what it is. Like, you know, if, if you want to try it out, come check it out. But, like, I'm I'm at that point now too. I don't bother even wasting my time. Like with new people in the club, I'll be super nice to them or whatever. But I like I don't try to bring anybody new into the sport anymore because it's just like you say. It's just a, it's a weird mentality people have towards it sometimes. I don't know if it's like they're you know it's hard to me. It's like to walk into a club is a very hard thing to do. It's intimidating, man. Definitely very intimidating, right? A bunch of these people are like, oh, I'm gonna hurt you. But if once you can get in that door, like yep. I think. It's a big step. Well, and that's why I made a post, uh, think a few years ago, and then I've been making it every few months since. I, I just posted, like, we have a Tim Hortons next door, and I said, if anybody's too intimidated to come in, send me a message. I'll walk over and meet you at Tim Hortons. We'll get a coffee together, and then we'll walk in like we're friends and we've known each other for a long time. Well, that's a good idea. Fuck, man. Like, I remember the first time I went to any club, I, I was living up in Calgary, and I went to Josh Russell's place back when he was in, like, the basement of another academy. And fuck, yeah. it was intimidating, man. And if it wasn't for a dude named Mark Mullen, he's uh, he's a writer for Jiu-Jitsu Times now. He yeah. came right up to me at the door. He was like, hey, man, how are you? My name's Mark. He was a purple belt at the time. And he just fucking hooked me up, man, looked after me the whole class. I felt comfortable because I was nervous as fuck. Yeah. I remember the color of the walls. I remember the smell. Yeah. Just, yeah. I was fucking 
terrified, just right? Sensory like, overload. It was my out, first yeah. time ever not wrestling on cardboard mats. Like I was mm-hmm. going into a real club with real people who train jujitsu mm-hmm. instead yeah. of just me and videos and my partners that also don't know anything, right? Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was it was fucking wild, man. And if I can do anything to alleviate that strain and pressure from other people, well, fuck, I'd be happy to help. Well, that's that's it, man. That's the attitude to have, right? Like, and I find a lot of you know a lot of people in the new generation of jujitsu are like that. You know, like and I'm not saying the old generation is not welcoming and stuff. It's just a different kind of, and you know, it's like our like my parents are not as you know. It's just an old school, new. School yeah, man, I know what you're saying. Well, even back when I started the club, like I had no idea that it wasn't normal for someone to come in and then we just like fight to the death right (laughs) because like that was i i thought everybody was trying to prove to me whether or not they were better than me right and and it did happen a few times like when i had hussy come in even you john uh when i had tyler reed come in like i had all these guys that were doing some type of training so they just wanted to come in and see if i was worthy of teaching them yeah so i would have to like fucking straight up gracie challenge fucking submission to the death so many times well especially because i started as a white belt and then even when i was a blue belt like you get no respect bro no well that's it you and i have spoken about that before too right yeah so it's yeah that's it man you gotta earn your keep i guess at the end of the day right it's a lot easier now because i can fuck people up but like back then man some of those like <clears throat> fresh athletic people yeah man like they could arguably almost tap you right yeah Oh, no question. Like, man, like, I'm a brown belt, too. Like, and, and like, uh, it's weird for me because, I mean, you got so many huge dudes in our club. Like, like, Hussey style, like, we probably got, like, I was there last night and we got two guys that are six, seven, over 250. <laughs> That's Jesus. fucking crazy. So, you know what I mean? And I'm 38 years old, like, but I love it. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it's just weird, right? Like, I hear you. These are some big people that could really. But, you know, that's, you gotta, that, that's what I'm really starting to learn about jujitsu now, is that I really started to love it again, but not only that, I'm, I'm starting to believe in my jujitsu, because I'm not a traditional, like, guy, like, like, my ADHD is so bad, like, I can't pay attention even, like, one of your videos that's, like, 15 seconds, because I'm not, <laughs> like, 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 squirrel, like, I just, like, in class all the time, Jared's yelling at me, like, I pay attention, like, just, because I just can't, but anyway, like, I'm more, kind of, like, I'm getting better at it, but it's it's taking a long time, right? But yeah, I don't know what I'm rambling. Hey man, no, I feel you. I have ADHD. It's it's always been difficult for me to really do anything that involved concentration, and it still is. So yeah. you know, I uh, I just try to make it. That's it. Like I just try to keep going because every day is a fucking struggle. Like I I have to live off lists. Like if I don't have lists, it doesn't get done. Yeah. So, like, before yeah. I go to bed, I have to write down what's important for me in the morning, and then I wake up and I consult the list. Uh, my wife gets mad at me all the time because if she sends me for groceries and she forgets something on the list that's completely common sense, like mm-hmm. get bread, mm-hmm. but she didn't put bread on the list, I'm not fucking bringing bread home. <laughs> I can't help yeah. it. It's My life is lists. My phone is full of lists. Mm-hmm. I have pockets. Like, I, I still write on paper. Like, I like pen on paper. It just makes yeah. me feel like I'm going to remember. Mm-hmm. So, like, my pockets are full of lists. My phone's full of lists. My alert notifications are full of lists. I'm, I'm like, I think I'm going to be the guy off Memento where I start fucking tattooing shit on my body. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that that's definitely one thing I picked up from you, Kent, is writing shit down. I have to. Because it, it, if you write it down, it's important. Yeah. Well, that's it, right? Like, that's so true, man. You know, it's, it's another... 
uh, a memory or a thought or whatever. It just it's not as important, like you say, because you don't yeah. write it down. Yeah, like especially goals or like shit you want to get done, like even the grocery store. What yep. you got to get at the grocery store. You got to write that shit down because oh, yeah. you're just not going to remember. I'm yeah. terrible too, man. I had some brain trauma, um, a couple whacks of the head. I don't remember my name some days, man. <laughs> so it's like it's it's no joke for sure. Mm-hmm. No, the head trauma is scary shit, man. It is, yeah, for sure. It, I took a lot of time off um, of jiu-jitsu because I had a bad concussion at work. And it's only the past couple, I don't know, probably the past month and a half that I finally started to get over it and I guess kind of face my fears because I, I got really scared to get hit in the head again. No, that's exactly you know, it. So. Like it's, it's not, you know, you get that sickness or whatever, you know, headaches. And yeah. It's that I find too when I get hurt in jiu-jitsu sometimes, you know, you're, you're, you're a little tentative, right, because of that that fact right but oh definitely getting back in there yeah no i mean i test it to a lot of the guys here because i mean they're studs but they also don't go flat out try to hurt you that's what's important and we talk about this a lot on the show about how our teammates and training partners are very very relaxed and very um very um considerate for your training partners because without them you have nothing like how how are you going to do jujitsu by yourself good luck well, it's going to be pretty boring. For yeah, sure. exactly. It's, so it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. It's it. Like we we roll pretty hard at our club too, and but it's like we're kind of like you guys. Right? Like heel hooks are, you know, taught at a at a very early level, and and that's the way we kind of believe it too. And I don't know. It's one of those things. You just that flow, right? You just have to have that flow. And if anybody's, you know, you get the, the lower belts who are kind of freaking out a little bit sometimes, but. That's your job too. I find is a higher belt to control them a little bit. Yep. yep definitely. Definitely. Man, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm just learning how to not freak the fuck out. When I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, some people catch on and get the relaxation of jujitsu a lot quicker than others. Totally. Yeah. I was a slow learner for sure. And yeah. Again, Ken can definitely agree with that. <laughs> he seen me at my worst. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a learning process. It's a fucking wonderful journey, man. I gotta say. Oh, yeah, it man. is, man. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, freaking out. Like, uh, I can't. I struggle with it, man, because like, my anxiety, like that PTSD, and like my anxiety gets really, really bad. Like, before show, it's weird. Like, it's not too bad. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's it's probably because of the passion of it. It's your passion, right? Yeah, maybe. But then I go to compete, and I'm like, literally, I shit my pants. If yeah. like, it's it's the weirdest thing. Like, yeah. So I don't know what, like, but I'm just, I got to face your fear sometimes, right? So I'm going to compete anyway in this show, by the way. Nice, man. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, Liam Walsh and I are going to jump in as a, and go against Cody Barcos and Nick Tower. Oh, Sweet. nice. Yeah, from Avaya. So those guys are great guys. And uh, so anyway, yeah, we're going to do that. And then another a team kind of pulled out there last week from injury. So we're down to 15 teams. So, okay. Yeah, so anyway, it's going to be good. And. Should be fun, man. So, I don't think there'll be much flow rolling then, but yeah, no, really. no, we'll uh, see how it goes. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. How, how did you pick the teams? Just random, or obviously you went to like gym to like did you try and keep the gyms, the gym teams together, or did you just kind of pick and choose? No, yeah, like for my events, like a lot of times, like I don't know, like I never ever had trouble getting people to compete on a show. I don't know if it's, I think, well, I will say, I think it's quality, like Danny uh, Harvey, he's the guy behind my shows, like, you know, for a small production, like, her quality is pretty good, you know, in my opinion, so. Absolutely. um, You know, Chokes by the Ocean was, like, top of the top, in my opinion, like, it was a great event. Yeah, I loved it. Guys, including Kent, and it 
you know, it was a it was a great show. So uh, Danny Harvey, he's the one behind all that, and he's the credit for that. But um, I don't know. Most people I just kind of approach. Like I'll just say, hey, Kent, you got you want a team in, and I approach kind of people I knew, and and it didn't take long. You know, it's it's it didn't take long at all. And then the super fights, they were just kind of sub only matches. Um, they're just kind of local guys who I, I find impressive and exciting, and and guys like Drake and Keenan, they're they're in the in the the show obviously in the, t- the tag tournament yep they would have been in a match for sure if not like there's some you know it's some people say oh it's the same people all the time well those same people want to compete all the time yep so that's putting how the work works, in right? if, they're, if they're eating like biting at the nip to fight and compete then hey why not give them an outlet to do it and that's that's what i find exciting about it watching kids like drake and joel or, or people like like Cantor harness or people that really like to compete and, and like to test themselves to me that's admirable right because I, I my adversity and my anxiety bothers me so much that i can't do it so when i see people do it and really enjoy it, it really to me makes it me pretty happy right so that's why i do this as a community man it's about it's about being happy like you say it's a passion thing right so absolutely it's awesome it's so it comes easy right so I actually yeah. get more nervous when my students are competing than myself, just because yeah. like I, I can't do anything about it. But coach, yeah, so like I can say all the right things, but then for me, coaching is like playing a video game. Like I have the controller in front of me and I'm pushing the keys and everything I'm saying, <laughs> and then there's there's an amount of lag depending on yeah. how well they communicate with me. Sure. So that's why many like. Even though he's he's gone up and he's working in Ontario, like he was by far my favorite video game player, you know, just because I could say like I I'd say move a little to the left and he just knew, yep. you know, yeah. like when uh, when he was against Morgan Rhines, I said something fucking stupid like um, shift your hips and then pull like you're a strong man bending an iron rod on your head like just to finish the choke and he did he turned his hips and then he did the exact like elbows to the body bending a steel rod motion and he fucking put rinds to sleep like you know it's just like weird little things that only someone that has played that video game a lot right like tyler was the same anything i said to tyler tyler would do it and then we get some guys it's funny because some people just mesh like we had a guy come from an ontario team sebastian yeah and he was doing his first tournament it was one of your tournaments and yeah yeah and well no no it was a different one this was the one um remember that bodman guy the really good dude who was refing your show too yeah well sebastian went against him for the gold medal and that Bodman guy was like fucking Kimura and everybody. And then Sebastian had it locked on. And I said, shift your hip a little bit to the right. And he did it. And boom, finished it. And he won the gold in that match. Yep. And it's just Sebastian like. Madrid or something. Yes. That's yes. Yep. Just like how well and how quickly he adapted to listening to me. Yeah. He's he's yeah. one of those video games that I like playing. I mean, he has one thing I admire about Sebastian is his approach. He's so calm mm. and he's so. He just takes jujitsu as you should. Yep. Just hang, just, you know, just relax a man. But he's so fast and he's so fluid. Well, I didn't know he was going to, like, I was surprised. He fun. went in and he won two golds in a row in, yeah. in two of Cat's tournaments. And yeah. I was like, fuck, man. Yeah, he, he impressed me at the, I don't I think it was the Blue Belt Showdown, I think, or something. I don't know what it was, but he, he had a real good match. I think it was against, it, I don't know who it was. It was Jericho. It was his match, match against Jericho. I think me and you were standing next to each other watching it, and he Kimura Jericho. Oh, and, and Jericho's awesome. fucking good, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jericho's real good. Yep. Good. Well, Jericho's yeah. a purple belt now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's a purple belt now. Yeah. So. I love Minnie, by the way, man. Yeah, Minnie's yeah. awesome, man. 
I, I, I still, every day, I hope he fucking just quits his job and moves back here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, he, and not only with the, like we were talking about, many with the jujitsu and everything else that he picked up so easy. Like, I, I coached him in wrestling, and it was just like, he yeah. couldn't wrestle, man. Amazing. He couldn't. He was good and at everything. Then, and then he just picked it up, and next thing you know, he's out wrestling me. He's yeah. out wrestling fucking everyone in the club, yep. man. Did he, um, like, was he originally from here, right? Or, or no, from no. Um, mom from Ontario, mm -hmm. stepdad was from here, and the stepdad wanted to move back to Cape Breton to be closer to family. So the mom and the stepdad moved back, and he came down on a week visit, and the only way he was going to move here was if he found a club he liked because he was training in Hanover, Ontario, where he was living. And he came to a few of my classes when we were out in the garage, and he liked it so much, and we got along so well that he told his mom he'd move here. Yeah. And then he moved here, and I can't remember the exact thing, but he was, like, doing jujitsu using my moves, and someone said, you're like a little mini Kent. Mm -hmm. And then it just yeah. always stuck. It was never an intended, like, a joke or a mm -hmm. burner or anything. It was just he was picking up the way I taught so fast, you yeah. know? And then by the end of it, fuck, man, like, in my opinion, he was better than me. Like, we had an in-host tournament, and he fucking tapped me for gold. Mm -hmm. I remember that. You know, really? like, yeah, man, he, he's fucking good, man. He's oh, good at geez. everything he does. He's probably the best cement truck driver in Ontario right now. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> it just, he is, man. He's just one of those passionate kids. And I was even going further. Like, I was making him read a certain book per month. Like, I had him reading, like, Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Like, I was giving him a book a month. So, like, he's uh, he's going to make something of him, like, no matter what he does. Nice. Good to hear. Yep. Like yep. Definitely. Definitely. He's, he's an awesome kid. All the best, if you ever listen. Yeah, man. For mm -hmm. sure. For sure. So, how much influence did show? You mentioned EBI, uh, Combat Jiu-Jitsu. How much influence did that or this new quintet have on this show and any influence at all or do you enjoy those shows um i'm gonna be honest boys i've never ordered one of them no <laughs> that's fair man that's like me though yeah. we're talking on a podcast right now and i don't fucking listen to podcasts no well, yeah. i do randomly but not too often like, yeah. but yeah i don't know i i've uh, you know you see the highlights and stuff and yeah that's what i found too like doing pay-per-view stuff like more people stole the diego show than purchased it yeah oh, that's gonna know, happen like, i see the names it's funny because i was looking through the names the other day and it's literally like like lots of people in our community right like which is which makes me laugh right it's crazy so, um but it is what it is, right? That's part of that's the world we live in, right? It's so. it it does bug me though, cause and you know what though, in and I'll, I'll say this, like I'm not I'm not clean, man. My hands aren't clean. I've made this mistake before. I was enlightened too, like asking your friends for discounts, you know. And now now yeah. that I'm a business owner, I understand how fucking vile it is. And I, you know, when you think of something that embarrasses you years ago and you still blush from it, yeah, I that still happens to me. You know, like, because I've asked for discounts on things that I really, I should have paid my friend more. Yeah. Well, you know? At the end of the day, yeah, if, you're, if it's your friend and he's a business owner, you should, like, you should always pay full price. Yeah, man. And, you know, I just, until you know, right, you just don't know. As weird as it is to say it like that, it's just, now I, I look at things a lot differently. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? Because like that's the thing. Like I give out tickets for you know shows and stuff, and I and I don't mind it. I really don't like because that's just I guess the way. Like again, like money is it's not a huge drive. I I live a comfortable life. I'm happy, and 
and I'll keep living a comfortable life regardless, right? Because it's just money to me. It's not a driving factor in my life, you know. It's as long as I'm happy and I'm somewhat comfortable, I'm okay, right? So yep. anyway, it it's uh, yeah. I used to give out tickets a lot, and now that like you say, I look back at it, I'm like, look at the revenue I lost. Like just looking at like the breakdown, I'm like, Jesus, man, like 800 bucks and like just like chokes by the ocean, like just on tickets alone, right? Yep. Like that's a lot of money, right? Yeah. So just it's you know when you're doing shows like that it's a lot of money right so anyway yeah it's it's funny it's yeah it's it's weird but uh yeah i don't i don't know i i've never i i had fight pass yeah so watch quintet and to me that that's a really impressive rule set too that's really neat because there's so many possible matchups and in that event last time was like it was I, pretty awesome it was fun man yeah it was yeah, the gordon was, ryan it, team versus everyone else yeah yeah, and it's only going to get better because, like, high-level teams, like, they're going to start, you know, I don't know if anybody will ever beat Gordon Ryan, to be yeah. honest. Like, fuck, he looks like he's just getting better and better. And I know, better. Yeah. I know. It's scary, man. It's very so scary. fucking good. Know? So I'd like to see him actually get into MMA, to be honest. Like, um, but I don't know. I don't know if that will ever happen or not, but we'll see. Yep. Well, hopefully, as an MMA fan, I really hope to see that. Yeah. I'd love to see that. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm in the middle, like, where – I don't care either way. I don't care if he just keeps doing jujitsu because, yeah. like, I was excited watching the Josh Burnett matchup. Yeah, that was I was impressive. excited watching the um, – oh, fuck. Who's the Novo Now guy? Older dude. Uh, fuck. Who is it? He, he went against the Novo Now guy right near the end there. Oh, uh, I can't uh, – it's slipping the, my mind. Vitor Ribeiro? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Ribeiro. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, so, like, just matchups like that. Like, yeah. that's shit that I never would think would happen. Yeah. A matchup with yeah. Ryan versus Barnett. I was like, fuck, this is wicked. Yeah. And then to get a sub, like, fuck, Beautiful right? triangle choke, yeah. Man. Oh, really, really it's, impressive. It's, it's legit, for sure. It's been, I'll never forget that time, like, he came to our event in Toronto, him and Tom DeBlast. Like, it's, it's funny to look at him now. Then he was seven, or 18, maybe, or seven, uh, 18, I think, maybe. I don't know how old he is now. It was... Be like twenty two or something. Yeah. I don't know. The side by side pictures are pretty fucking intense. Like yeah. he, he looks like Alistair Overeem's yeah. growth, right? That fucking guy yeah, evolved. He's, he's <laughs> definitely put some growth on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yep, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I I really appreciate that that uh, uh, quintet rule set though. It's fun, man. I dig it, man. Yeah, I, I, I really it. had fun watching. I like how if it's a draw for the six or seven or eight, however many it is, then both of them get kicked out, and then they move on yeah. to the next group. Yeah. Like, I, I like that. Yeah, it's cool. Because then you're not going to see anybody purposely stalling, right? They don't want to yeah. get kicked out. Yep. Exactly. It's it's very well thought out, right? And that's the beauty of this these events over time. They've just got so much better. People, you know, doing a lot more thinking and, and people like Rich Byrne or whatever. I think that's his name from Kasai. Like, this, like, you know, you get some people with some big money back in these events now. And yep. Things are changing. You know, and even little events like World Series of Jiu-Jitsu, you see that like, popping around paying people like, Thirty, forty thousand dollars for black belts. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, yeah. man. There's nothing wrong that with that. That CBD oil. Like, how much did Roger just make off for, of that fucking for, for, CBD show? Like thirty k. Uh, Hodolfo, you it mean? Hodolfo, yeah, Hodolfo. Roger. He, he made like like thirty grand. I think uh, uh, Gilbert Burns made thirty That's, grand. It's crazy. Um, Eric Car- Anna Carolina Vieira as well, who was Hodolfo's sister made 30 grand like they're throwing up some big cash for yeah those, for sure right like that's a, the difference it's just a different like i'd be shocked boys to be honest if we hit like 100 tickets at this event you know it's, a, it's we're not promoting it much like it's just again for fun you know what i mean but oh definitely 
but still, I'd be sure. Like, you know, you get those fight to win events. They're still going strong with probably like 500 people or more at their events. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's just, it's different in those big cities where you got the access to millions of people. You're like, yeah. just, it is what it is, right? Like, we got a small ass community here. So, and I think we're, we've done pretty well as a community. Like, I agree. And with like 60,000 people following all over the world doing like his videos, you got lots of gyms popping up. You got like it's a, it's a really strong scene with a lot of good black belts, and like it's a, it's good. So, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, man. It's a, it's a lot of fun to be a part of for sure. Yeah, it is. Seeing the growth over time, man, I dig it. I dig how everybody kind of comes together on it, too. Like, at the shows, I haven't really seen anybody get into many crazy arguments or dumb shit, which is pretty nice. Yep. No, I will say it that, like, the, the tournament, you know, you get some people, like, competition, right? That's the way it is. Sometimes it happens. But the shows, I always find people in such a good mood. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It just, like, brings this, like, aura of, like, happiness around because people are just... It's like an all-star game, almost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, all those people love doing jiu-jitsu. Yep. And yeah, and watch, watch fun jiu-jitsu. Like, I'm crazy excited just to see what's going to happen in this, like, event. Like, there's some really big talent in this event. Like, really big talent. Yep. So, you know, like, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, what's your take on Mighty Mouse going to one? What about that trade? I dig it. I, I like think it's it. cool. I, I, like I think there should be more of it. Yeah, and I think you will see more of it, to be honest. Like, the thing is, all, like, it's, you know, they say it's to trade, but realistically, all, you know, it just takes the two brands to release them from their contracts and then yeah. they sign a new one, right? And, right. Which is easy to do if you have a good agent. Yep. You know? And so Mighty Most credited his agent he fully. He, he did, said it yeah. was all his agent's fault. Or, well, doing. Doing, yeah. Yeah, fault. Yeah. So. Like fuck, what? What's there? Like Mighty Mouse? Like supposedly there's some dirt on Mighty Mouse. I never, I don't know what it is, but supposedly there is. Okay. Hmm. But yeah, I, I just heard this yesterday. Someone messaged me and told me that they said, "Man, there's some dirt on him." Hmm. I've never I'm heard just, anything. Yeah. No. No, me either. Because and I'm a big fan. I think he's as classy as hell. I think yeah. he's incredibly fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. he's great, and I think he represents the sport well. Like, I, to, I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of over the bullshit, to, to be completely honest. Like the, with the UFC, you mean? Well, just, yeah, like, selling tickets for t just, like, sell, getting people, like, I don't know, that whole last melee, like, it's just business, you know? Like, to me, it's not, like, if you're talking about people's families and stuff, and that's been the fight game forever, like, yeah. don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but... Maybe I'm too soft for it, but I don't know. I just find it just be classy and, and go in there, fight as hard as you can, and, and then respect. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's probably the the fans um, probably fueling that, right? Because for some reason you talk shit about people's family, religion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You fuel up the fight. If you're good on the mic, you're going to sell tickets. If you're oh, really, really good at fighting, like Mighty Mouse. For some reason, you don't. So there was a time in between where things got lost, and yeah, I and, agree. and people no are more well, Yeah, oh, definitely, right. definitely. People are more in it for the entertainment value and for the bullshit than what they are for the talent and records. I mean, look, look at what Mighty Mouse did. He was probably the the least selling pay per view champion <laughs> in UFC history. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. he blew all the records out of the water. Anyway, yeah, I, so I I definitely agree with you. I mean, enough with the bullshit. Let's keep it professional and let's uh, 
Let's... Well, you don't see like like a New York Yankee going up and talking like Conor McGregor. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Or, or a Red Sox or, or a hockey player. You know what I mean? Like, act, like I get it, it's a fight business, but to me, it's a little bit sickening. After all, I'm like, fuck, like, it's I don't know. And but don't get me wrong, there's people that fall into mouth, obviously, you know, because they sold more pay per view. Yeah. Right. So I I just think things overall have changed. I mean, like if you look back in the old days, the only way to get rich was through hard work and getting out there and putting the hours in, putting the time mm-hmm. in. But now, you can be a drunk and a whore on a TV show, and get fucking two million followers, yeah. and then just flex for the rest of your <laughs> life. Yeah, you're things right. things have changed. So definitely, you don't have to be a decent person anymore. Yeah, right. Like back in the old days, people did try to be good role models, and that's why there was such big blowouts when they found out that someone that they valued had piss poor morals. So you think of some of the fallouts back when we were kids; those were serious fallouts. Oh, PJ Herman's masturbating in a fucking theater. Well, let's ruin his career, <laughs> right? Um, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> fucking doing some blow. Let's ruin his fucking career. Yeah. They couldn't get movie parts for like fucking 15 Long years. Time, yeah. But now people are getting famous off of masturbating in a fucking theater while doing blow. Yeah. 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 Things yeah. have changed, yeah. or, man. Or put it on. on we, we have no dignity anymore yeah. as a civilization. No. We, we are fiending for these things, which yep. is fucked up. Because people who are real like me and you, I don't give a fuck about those people. I, like, I don't watch Jersey Shore. I don't no, want to see any of this fucking it's ridiculous waste, shit. It's a waste of fucking time. I... I read about people who made millions of dollars. I, I listen to audiobooks on business. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to get rich as fuck, but I'm definitely not going to do it by being a fucking drunk TV castmate. No. So, you know, it's just different people, man. And I'm okay with people watching that shit for the entertainment value because, yeah. fuck, like, ha- most of my friends are cool with shit like that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's just, I, I know what you're saying, Catman. I'm the same as you, man. I, uh, I well, love... Yeah, I see that side too, right? Yeah. You know, like, I, I'm okay with the entertainment value because I respect Connor's hustle. But then some shit does definitely go too far, even for me. Because I would fist fight you over a mom joke. Yeah. No, Nobody fucking talks about my mom. Yeah. Right? I, I will straight up fist fight anybody over it. And that's just yeah. the way it is. And I'm the same way, right? Like, it's just, I don't know. But, like, don't get me wrong. I respect Connor's hustle, too. Like, but... Like, I, I don't know. I, I know, just, man. I know. I know what you're trying to say. I know what you're getting at, and I agree. Yeah, yeah see, I, I appreciate his – I appreciate the entertainment. I also appreciate his skill. So it puts you in a weird – in like Oh, because he's definitely that good. He's definitely good. He could have made it that far without the talk, definitely. I think. Incredible. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Every single person. Yep. They go out and they try to do the same shit he does, and they get tagged and knocked out, and that's the end of their day. Yeah, and it's even like trash talk. His his whole bravado, his look, his accent, yep. everything is just perfect. You know, like he just—it's a whole, like you say, it's a whole part. It's a whole business. Yeah, man. You know? It's 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 impressive to see, but he knows what he's doing. That's yeah. for sure. But there was no way he was ready for that fight. Like. No. no, and you know what? I think Gordon Ryan fucking hit the nail on the head when he said like. They had that long to plan for him. They should have had a better plan than let's wait for him to be tired. And they're right because we we all know Kavanaugh is fucking awesome. We all know Connor is fucking awesome. And we all know that in that amount of time, he could have flown in entire wrestling teams from small towns in Russia and practiced against the exact style. Yeah. 
Well, exactly, because he, like, he, he, I guess all he did was work grappling. He didn't do any striking at all. That's it. Camp, That's it. They, they said it was a very defensive um, training camp. Mm. Which he yeah. he said ultimately really hurt him in the fight and it yep. showed. I like his breakdown on it. I think he was very accurate with how he described the loss. Um, I I do think he's a gracious loser, and I don't care who shits oh, on yeah, me for that. I I truly think that he is mostly about the game. He yeah. might get a little invested in it, but at the end of the day, it is business to him in his head. Yeah. Yeah. You know. He's fucking damn good at it. Yep. Yeah. That's that's it. Like to me, it's yeah, it's a little much, but. And to him, you say a little much to me, but I'm making gazillions of dollars, bud, and my family's set for life, and for my family's family, and so if I said a couple things, blah, 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 but in 10 years, no one's going to remember those things that I said. Exactly, but they'll remember you at the top of the heap. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. More power to him, right? Yep. He definitely, uh, he laid the claim to that. Like, he and, and one of the things he did do, he showed everyone that there is money in MMA. You know, because we uh, we struggle. Like, I, I've had multiple guys go into the fight game now and end up just too poor to mm-hmm. continue. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I've had two titles in, in my club. So we've had one uh, uh, amateur title, and then he went on and did a few pro cards, and it just wasn't enough money. I had one pro title. Like, Minnie was a bantamweight champ at ECC there, yeah. but there just wasn't enough money in it. And uh, even our offers, like, we got offered to go up to Hard Knocks, and it's just not enough money, right? Like, all all these offers, all this shit that was going on, and there was never enough to keep him from having to go get a real job. Yeah. You know, and Connor's showing, like, the money's there. It's It's probably similar to boxing at the top, but I don't think the top is dispersing it the same as the boxing guys are yet. No. No, well that's it. It's it's to me it's even sad. Like you look over the, the, the Reebok or you know, the last pay, like Ed Herman won the UFC Moncton card, he got paid the most because he's got twenty plus fights and he got paid thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucked, well, eh? So he probably got paid, I don't know, maybe another thirty fights, so he he fought six thousand dollars. He might fight twice a year. Like it's a hard living, man, for yep. eighty thousand dollars to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, you know, be, I don't know. maybe it's not. I don't know. And man, he he might have gotten thirty to show, or yeah, thirty to show, thirty to win. But then he put in training camps. Yeah, he put in managers, agents, all the shit you got to pay for, right? Mm-hmm. Like some of these guys getting paid ten or twelve and twelve, I think it is now. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man, that's not fair to me. No, no. definitely not. Not for what they're paying for their like their camps, because they're probably leaving home, going to the big groups, yeah. going to like the ATTs, and yeah. you know, Jackson and that Link, shit. They yeah. they pay lots of money, man. They're definitely. not training for free. Definitely, no. it's not for exposure. You know, like no. they're they're going and they're paying the money. So, yeah, they're not getting sponsored. This like ATTs a business like anybody else, right? Yep. Like, and that's that's always going to be the issue as long as MMA continues to keep the money at the top. Like if it, like boxing, for instance, uh, the first fight, like uh, J- Jeff Black, his first fight, he got paid a thousand dollars. Minnie's Minnie's championship fight wasn't a thousand dollars. No. Yeah, exactly. You know, like that's just boxing. Why? Why is boxing? Why are they giving out more money? Don't know. They're getting the same amount of people at the shows. Yeah. Same amount of people are showing up for attendance. Yeah. They're selling yeah. the tickets for the same amount. Mm-hmm. How come Mini got three hundred and Mini got like five hundred for his championship fight? Yeah, I think it was five hundred and five hundred or no six and six. Yeah, and uh, 
That's ridiculous. Yeah, and Jeff Black went and he fucking <clears throat> he fought. Now you think he got a thousand? And a th- well, it would have been a thousand and a thousand if he won. Yeah. But he lost. Still. Yeah. Still a thousand bucks. Yeah. That's like five hundred, five hundred. Where Jeff Black is, now. I miss seeing that guy. He's. Uh, I think he isn't he selling cars. In yeah, Halifax? he's in Halifax. He's such a fucking great dude. He just. Man. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. dude, he he don't fuck like he. Uh, He's definitely, he's fucking, definitely. he's just a fighter. He, he wasn't, like, really good. No. But he definitely wouldn't stop. No. You no, know? Like, I couldn't, I could never get over him. Like, well, and that's is... the thing, though, man. If he would have stuck with training. Yeah. And you know what I think happened to, to Jeff? And it's, it's a shame because it happened during the time where it happened to a lot of people. He was fighting before a lot of other people got into it. Yeah. So he was the big fish in a little pond. Like, he was the toughest out of all of his friends mm-hmm. in, in that situation. So then when people started training, when he went to, when he came to our club, like, he, he wasn't doing that well, right? So it was probably emotionally hard on him to get in there and take losses against people that they, they started after him. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, but it's just a shame because if he would have got past that, his motivation to fight yeah. and his his will to get in there and his fearlessness, I mean, he had a lot of fucking skills going for him. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's just a great dude. <clears throat> yeah, and he he was the first one to really do it around here. Yeah, fuck yeah. He was the first guy to. He fought uh, Chester Post too. Didn't Chester Post have like fucking two hundred fights or something? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, <laughs> something crazy. Yeah, he's definitely right? been around. He's, he's yeah. like in the top ten. Like, what's the guy's name? That Travis Fulton. He has the most. He has yeah. like five hundred fights or something. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he fight in the UFC or something? I'm not, man. I yeah, you'd I'm have to sure. scour Sure Dog to yeah, fucking that's know. Something I, I should know. know. He's fought a lot. Yeah. Been around. Didn't he just fight and like he fought the guy who he was fighting knocked him out and then he went to go get the finishing blow and then he tapped <laughs> and he said no man I can't hurt my idol. Oh wow, <laughs> that's crazy. So, okay, so, yeah, it could that's, be. That's yeah. actually yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he, like knocked him out to the ground and then went for the hammer fist. And he's like no I can't and tapped out himself so he lost. Wow. Wow. Well, good, good on him. Yeah, that's amazing yeah, for sure. Great. What what did you think of UFC Moncton? I'm sure you watched or Yeah, man, you know what? I, I've been to I went to the Condit GSP event. Oh yeah. In Montreal? Yeah, Montreal. Yeah. I think it was UFC one fifty four, I believe. Yeah. And I also went to the Halifax card with Kalatis there, which yep. that that was a cool moment. And like, I wish I didn't go to the Gavin one, unfortunately, but that yep. would have been a very neat moment, a cool moment. But the GSP condit was neat. UFC Moncton, I'm just, it's like I can't go to them anymore. Yeah. It's just too fucking many meatheads around. Yep. Yeah. I just, I, you can't beat sitting at your house. Once I truly believe this. Once you go to a UFC event, you'll never go to another one because it's just not fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I mean, the whole production and the lights and the music and everything is well, cool. Well, you've seen me at all your events. I hide in the back. Yeah, like I don't like people. Nothing. They're like little Mickey Mouse events. And I still hide in the back. Yeah. Like I don't know. I find that's the thing, Kent. Like there's there's too many. Hey man, what's going on? Like I train. I'm blue belt. Yeah. Like just like like or like just. I had a bad experience in Montreal at the GSP. Like there's a group of eight guys who are MMA fighters sitting behind me, and they were hammered out of their mind. And one guy fell. From behind, on top of me, right on my neck, and oh. like, up in the row in front of me. That's and not fun. Like, oh, they all like glass beer, and they were smashing all over. And it was just yelling and screaming at us all night. It was just nuts, right? So I just, I have a bad taste in my mouth for them. But yeah. anyway, the, 
the carrot itself. Sorry, ramble on, man. No, it's cool. No, it's That's fun. why we're here, man. Yeah, this is the a podcast, carrot, bro. The carrot itself, I thought, was pretty shit too. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was very well put together. To okay. Be honest. Like for for where we are, like like the UFC's done a great job because they've taken the local markets too, right? Like they've taken all the local fighters and pretty much have signed them. And wherever they go, they have a couple local fighters, right? But obviously, Gavin, I think he got hurt. Yes, yes, he yeah, did. He yeah, he pulled. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't um, have anybody local, did they? No, they, I don't think they had even a Canadian. No, that's weird. Um, Garcia and Nordine Taleb train TriStar, but they're both from somewhere else, right? Yeah, I think Nordine's from France. France. And that's Garcia's crazy. from, <clears throat> I think, or somewhere. Yeah, yeah, the Dominican Nightmare. Or whatever. That's his nickname, yeah. I think. Yeah. So I don't. To be honest, I don't think there's a Canadian on the card, right? It's so, fucked. Well, even marketing, like, I watched the prelims on Fight Network, and then I scoured the fucking TV, and it was not listed. And I I missed it. I didn't see the main card because it was not listed on TV. And then on on my fucking, I'm on Bell Express, so I watched the prelims on Fight Network, and then I checked every fucking TSN and every Fox. I checked every fucking station from, like, one, one to 400 like the whole thing. Yeah. And it turns out that it was fucking listed wrong. So it was TSN2, but they had something else on the program guide. And I didn't find out about it until the next morning because somebody tweeted them and they said, yeah, it's on this channel. But someone had to tweet TSN. So they fucked it where I'm sure they had piss poor ratings. I would say. I didn't even know the card was on. Yeah. And well, that's it. And I think, like they said, they sold 6,000 tickets, but but to me, that would probably be 5,000. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And realistically looked at it, it was it was half empty like yeah. anthony smith i don't know for some reason i can't like the guy <laughs> yeah i don't know what it is i really am a fan i'm a fan don't get me wrong but yeah. for some reason like i watch him fight and i'm like fuck like john jones is gonna murder you <laughs> yeah I, I i don't think you can give him that if john jones comes out of that that gustison fight you can't give him anthony smith that's that's a oh. sin for anthony smith I mean, he's oh, he's three and all at lightweight now or, or sorry light heavyweight now with three finishes two one against Rashad, one against Shogun. Passer Prime. Tough guys, legends, but Passer Prime. Finished them both. And then he came out and beat uh, Vulcan, who's a, a former title challenger, but not super impressively. He caught him in the choke, don't get me wrong, props. But um, Well, and if you watch that fight back, I watched it a couple times because Vulcan, like his, he said he had bad nose issues in training camp. Yep. Like he broke his nose a couple times. And then his, I think he might have broke his nose. Credit to Anthony Smith. I think he might have broke his nose. Right. And probably didn't take much, right? And if you look when he was choking him, like the blood, like the, it was dripping into his throat, right? Like he kind of had him on his back and he almost looked like he was dying. Like he was literally choking from yeah. something. Like yeah. if you watch the. It was scary to see in his eyes. He was like, "Fuck, I'm like, I'm choking here. Like, I got a tap." Yeah, He's that mean, would so suck. I think that was the true thing about it. Like, yeah. But I don't know. I just don't find him very fluid. Like, yeah. I find him- and he he's been around, man. He he's he's had a lot of fights. I think close to fifty fights or something. Yeah. Um, hey, like credit to him. Sure, absolutely. Not taking anything away from him. Congrats on the win, but I think he's going to get slaughtered against John Jones. Yeah, um, I think so too. I, I don't know. John Jones to me is just like he's the goat for a reason. But I'm not a fan of the steroid shit. Well, no, me either. Yeah, same no, here. For sure. For sure. Uh, j- just back to that card. The, the only Canadian is uh, Misha Sirkinov. He was oh, born. Yes. He was born in Latvia. But, oh, so he's not. Really but he's Canadian. not really Canadian. But he's been in li- living in Canada uh, since. 
Hold on. Yeah, it doesn't say. But Fuck he's it, technically it Canadian. <laughs> but still, the, the, the Canadian presence was definitely lacking for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, he's extreme couture, I think, up in Toronto. I think mm. Okay, yeah. He, he's a stud. Well, we yeah. have, like, yeah. there is guys in New Brunswick fighting. Like, they have a card coming up soon. Yeah. So there definitely was somebody that they could have harvested, made it a hometown star, they could have taken fucking Christian Savoy and been like, let's give him an intro or an entry level guy. Could have. You know, like. Well, that's kind of what I. I was shocked Christian, to be honest, didn't get a, a fight. Like, you know, Christian Post, like, he's the, the prospect and stuff, but he never. Like, it's, they never got him on that card, but yeah. I, I, I think him or Aldrich or. Yeah, yeah that's like. Anybody, card. right? But. Yeah, there's definitely somebody on the East Coast that could have left, like, on that card, no yeah, question. For sure. Well, they, they had Gavin, I guess, in their defense, but still he had injured, which is unfortunate. But What about, like, they could have called Kaledis again. Like, could have. He's, he's on a two-fight win streak, I'm, is he I'm not? I'm sure he would say yes to the UFC call. Like, yeah. That's right. He actually won it. I think he won. I think he did one, but I don't think there was even a flyweight fight on there. But, yeah, like, it's weird for tickets. I don't know why. I don't know if these are just booster events where they just don't care. You know what I mean? Like, Which very was, well could be, yeah. Just to give the lower guys some fucking maybe, bones, right? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's probably an expensive event, but, like, compared to UFC 229 stuff, like, they're making so much money. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just a filler. Like, it's just to stay... I don't, I don't like, want to... Said, like, yeah, keep the fighters, the roster moving, I guess. Yeah, right? that's all. That's so, all, yeah. Interesting. I right? always thought that would be cool to do in jiu-jitsu. Like, there's a guy in Toronto who actually does it now. It's like a league. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but you know, there's so much di- distance to for us across the Maritimes. So that, that's right in the greater Toronto area. But yeah, it's a weekly thing. Like you go to like this gym, and like like there's five people from every gym go, like different every different every week. It's different people. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, kind of neat. Yeah, the so. distance is definitely an issue. Cause I mean, like as much as I'd want to do it, man, I'm fucking tired. Of driving five yeah. hours, like that's why I that's why I fucking love you, bro. Like you're you're only three and a half hours away for me. Three and a half hours of straight driving, that's fucking easy. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. In, in comparison to like five, five and a half, seven, going up to New Brunswick, like yeah. it, it's the three and a half. Once you started doing events, pff, that's great. Like you know me, man. I'll finish the event at ten, and then I'll drive home that night. Like yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be yeah. right there with you. I don't want to be away from home for too yeah, long. Yeah, man. So three and a half hours—that's fucking gold for me. Well, and that's the beauty of this one. We said fuck it. Let's just start at five thirty, so it'll be over at eight thirty. It's perfect. Because I'm not staying that night. Right afterwards, I'm driving home with Keenan and Drake. Right. Yeah. yeah and me. By eleven o'clock. Or, yeah. Like, Love it. So good stuff. It makes it, makes it makes a difference that way but what do you guys think of rogue boys are tearing it up huh yeah it's pretty yeah, cool. cool yeah and i like how they're keeping track of everything and you like you bringing the smooth comp into like normality i think that's fantastic too because that's keeping track of everybody's records and my yeah, guys yeah. my guys talk it up man they're like yeah this guy's like fucking undefeated and this guy's this like doug uh my well he's blue belt now but doug was a white belt and he went and did the blue belt division and he fucking tapped out three dudes and then lost to Miles. And I personally, I think Miles is the best blue belt in the East Coast. I, yeah, I would, really if he doesn't go back to his club and get a purple, I, I would be fucking kind of let down. Like, I, I think Miles is amazing, right? Yeah, and yet Doug lost to Miles, and Doug was, like, still, like, super proud of himself. And, and I was, too. I gave him a blue when he got home. Yeah. You yeah, know? Doug, Doug would. Doug would. 
Yeah, Doug Whip. Fuck yeah, you, no, Doug. I'm proud of the guys at Road Okay, man. That's that's what it, it's about moving forward. And if you know, so if who's who's guillotine productions? Happy, that's lots of people competing. That's the beauty of it, right? Keep the scene moving. That's it. There's another one now. Guillotine productions. Who's that? Is that? That's a uh, Nick from our club. Okay. So I'm not sure he says he's going forward with it. So yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, I'll support him as best I can. And he's a good guy. He, he did a lot of stuff behind the scenes for our event. So I'm awesome. not sure what his plan is. Tournaments mostly, and I think he's just gonna do like it's like Rogue. Uh, I was talking to Rogue. Like anything that like we're gonna produce anything that they do. Like they're looking at maybe doing a couple things. So you know we're, we'll be behind the cameras and look after that kind of stuff and make it look good and work together. Right? Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, that's what it's all about, right? No, yeah. and you know what? It's funny because I, uh, I just – it's not even like signed deal kind of shit, but I'm, I'm stoked about this. Uh, Eddie Bravo shared a post today of Zach Manslaney from 10th Planet Bethlehem. So he um, coaches he coaches Thor, and yep. Thor's the guy who just won the combat jiu-jitsu. Impressively. Yeah. Yep. So Zach bought some of my gear, mm-hmm. and Zach wore it in a flow – and then Eddie shared the flow, and all my fucking sites shared the flow. Yeah. So just like that, like, Zach got, like, a fuck ton of new followers. And he he was like, man, I don't know why more people aren't taking you up on this deal. Yeah. Right? Because my deal is simple. You buy my gear, you wear it, I'll share the fuck out of whatever it is you do. So if you post yeah. a picture, I'll share your picture. I'll story share your picture. I'll post it on my shit. If you wear it in a flow, I'll share your flow mm-hmm. on all of my pages. So he did one that was heel hooks and arm bars and everything. So I shared it, it on it was, every fucking it was page. Wild, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he just like, and then Eddie Bravo shared it and left the link in. So SSG got like twenty or thirty follows like just right like away, which is fucking cool, man. Like For sure. that made my day seeing Eddie Bravo pop up as a notification on my page, like. Well, that's pretty cool, man. Hard work pays off, though, man. That's it. It's fucking great. Like, I made three sales today, and I'm I'm loving it, man. Like, I think this is going to end up being my real bitch, and Zombie Proof will be my side chick. Oh, most likely will be, to be honest, man. It's like, like and there's, it's a market for it, right? Like, there's not a lot of that out there anymore. Like, the was is kind of quiet, I find, like, when it comes to that stuff, and like people like different kind of designs like that kind of stuff and yeah. hey man well, and the dudes like the gear is legit and that's the beautiful thing like I just got a message from Australia today and the guy's like man like this rash guard is fucking perfect and I, I my response like I should turn this into some kind of marketing thing I said like you're gonna buy more gear from me because you want to not because you need to mm-hmm. yeah exactly and, and yeah. that's that's how good my shit is it really is like I, I fucking went all out like I'm spending as much as I can spend while still turning a profit yeah yeah well that's the key though man you have that shit quality from I won't say where but oh you know, I know it falls apart and people don't like that it doesn't sit well right it doesn't sit well with me I know there's I've had deals with sponsors and stuff they sent me stuff and Yep. Falls apart, and I'm like, fuck, man, you want me to sell? You want me to promote this junk? Dude, I have a box of shit right beside John right now that I have trouble giving away. And and I paid like fucking thousands of dollars for this fucking big shipment of gear from a company that I won't name because right. honestly, I still maybe they fixed all their issues, and I hope they do really well because that's who I am as a person. 
but I have a box of shit gear that I can barely give away because now I don't want people to think it's associated with me. Mm-hmm. So it, are you talking about the first line he had? The first line, so yeah. So if you take rips that. Rips in the crotch, rips in the armpits. Like it, it, fucking, picks, it picks it, on the armpits. It has those shit. little like yeah. material picks. Yeah. That shit yeah, hurts yeah. my soul, bro. Definitely. So now if you take that old shit yeah. and this new shit, it's like a hundred times. Oh, way, hundred thousand times better, man. <laughs> I gotta actually, Kent. I gotta talk to you about something. I got something in the works, so awesome, bro. I think uh, you'd like it. It's. Uh, I think, honest to God, I think if, with the right marketing, I think it would be massive. Cool. Like, I, I think it would be like an instant huge seller. Well, I like that. I, I like. I like everything about what you're saying. So, but it has to be manufactured, and it's like a rash guard type material. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pass it over to you and let you know what you think, and I think we can make a, a good kick at it. Awesome, bro. Yeah. Good stuff. Awesome. Well, well, well buddy, we're, good, man. Yeah, we're, we're going to wrap it up here. Just going to plug your plug your show here. Uh, November 10th, Tap or Tag from New Glasgow. It starts at 5 p.m. It's going to be on pay-per-view, correct, Kat? Yes, sir. Uh, subseriespro.cling, C-L-E-E-N-G.com. And that day, I will have that link in my bio. So you'll be able to just go to my Instagram and click on the bio, and it'll take you right to it. There you have it, man. There you have it. Kat, thank you very much, man. We're very much looking forward to next weekend, and uh, we'll see you soon, brother. Awesome. Thanks. It was good chatting with you guys. i got to get down to train soon. Dude, you're welcome here anytime. All right, boys. Thanks again. I appreciate that. Later, buddy. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye. There you have it. That was good. Well, guys, thanks again. Buy his shit. I'm Ken sure. Peters. Follow me on Instagram at Follow John McKinnon guy. MMA. Thank you, guys, as always. Bye-bye. See ya.